Hello? Uh, hi, Mom, it's me. Hey, dummies. Welcome to a very special Mother's Day episode of The Dummy Room, number 151. I'm Heather. Fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Do I look like Mother Teresa? It is my fine pleasure to introduce you to, you know him, you love him, our host, Nateage. Hey, Nate. (laughs) How's it going? It's fantastic. How are you? Doing good. Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you very much. I'm just hanging out, um, shooting the shit with you. We had a great time talking to Tim from Yesterday's Kids, and uh, yeah. We recorded with Tim a few days ago. Tim was great, but we didn't do any like Mother's Day greetings until like the end of it, so I, I kind of wanted to, to do that. We should say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there that are listening. Absolutely. To all the rad, fantastic moms listening to The Dummy Room, you're, you're all amazing and wonderful and I hope you have a fantastic day. I'd like to say happy Mother's Day to my mom, of course, and my wife, of course. And yeah, so Tim came in. It's a fun little conversation. We had some audio issues, but um, I was able to shit something out for us. So um, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Tim's a good dude. I've known him for, you know, 20 plus years. Tim, of course, is a yesterday's kids. He played in Screwballs, played with Tommy Stinson, played in Tenement, Peter Case. The list is relatively long and uh yeah it's just a good dude so he's coming in in just a little bit here fantastic it was a really great time we had a lot of fun and um you know hopefully uh people will enjoy it and they'll laugh a little and they'll reminisce a little and you know they'll just make sure that their mom and small children are not in the room (laughs) (laughs) yeah heather's heather's vulgar (laughs) a little raunchy apologies but you know it's yeah (laughs) It's, it's not a secret. That's pretty much a well-known fact. So I'm just psyched um, that you had the balls to ask me back to the show again and, and hang out with you and Tim. Um, it was, a, like I said, it was a lot of fun. It was a blast. And I appreciate you uh, having me on. Yeah, I'm a little surprised I asked you back. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, and actually, you know, this Tim, Tim says this is his first podcast as well, which I couldn't believe. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea, so... Yeah, he was very relaxed, very comfortable. It was great. You know, it's you know, you guys have a great history apparently because he just yeah, 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 yeah. Was, I, he's he's a great dude. Um, I love basically what, what what we do is we just shoot the shit with Tim for a while and then and then Heather has some questions for us, just mom stuff, you know, like dumb shit we did, just fun questions, and and me and Tim try to answer them, <laughs> and and hopefully yeah. people like it. Yeah, I, I, you know, we really wanted to be able to do something to honor Mother's Day and, and honor all the fantastic moms out there and thought it might be fun to sort of put these two, you know, middle-aged men on the spot and make them reminisce about some really possibly very awkward moments and some sweet <laughs> moments uh, they shared with their moms. And uh, yeah, you want to get into it? 
Um, actually, yeah, pretty soon, but I got a question for you. How amazed are you that I have not mentioned the shivvies on the dummy room yet? You haven't, have you? I have not. The the Yeah, well, the album sort of like just suddenly dropped, right? I mean, just the digital thing. I think the the vinyl is so backed up right now that they just they just threw it at us, which is awesome. I had the pleasure of hearing a couple demos from it, so I kind of knew what to expect. But it 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 hit, and I've just been so busy that I haven't had a chance to really work it into a show. But I had it's to this week because it's about time you did. It's a fucking good one, isn't it? What'd you it's, think of it? It's amazing, you know. Um, you know, once he posted it, I went directly to Bandcamp and and hit play, and instantly I thought to myself, "What goddamn Ramones album is this that I've never heard before?" <laughs> you know, it's like you know, from the second it starts, you're like. Oh, hi, Ramones, you know, and it just carries through, you know, the entire album. And I really appreciated that they, you know, they kind of, you know, ran the gamut of it, you know, like early Ramones to like later, you know, 80s, early 90s Ramones, you know, with their vibe and everything. And it's just, yeah, they nailed it. It's, it's a hit for sure. And I cannot wait uh, for it to finally come out on vinyl because, yeah, that'll be on heavy rotation for sure. If anyone doesn't know who the Shivies are, it's it's Marine Nicotine's new band. I expect a certain level of excellence from Marine, you know, mm. so and I was not disappointed. But I will tell you that it does not sound like the windowsill. Well, phone booth, well, the one song sound that's like the best windowsill song there could be. But <laughs> but um, oh, for the most part, there's another yeah. one there's a couple and I don't think Marine can get away from that sound, but you know, the rest of the album, it's, it's, it's much more like, you know, just, just like Riverdale's Ramones kind of sound. He rarely, you know, or he can't do any wrong, you know, he really can't. No, we talked about that on the award show. It was like, you know, it's like, has this man, you know, released, you know, anything subpar? No, I can't think of anything, you know, but uh, and then he's also, you know, it's not just Marine, of course, it's it's uh, uh, the guys from the real danger. <laughs> yeah, guys from the real danger. Yeah, it's great. And he he has some really great vocal stylings and in, in things that he does. He plays with with his vocals, you know, where he's got that Joey vibe going. But then mm-hmm. there's like big time. Song, there's that one song where he's got that really heavy kind of Mike Holt from the Huntington's pretending to be Joey. vibe. So <laughs> yeah. it's like so it's like so it's like. He's pretending to be Mike, who's pretending to be Joey. But it's just like, you know, just full force. Yeah, great vocalization and great skill, you know, with his different inflections and intonations and, and all of that. It, it was really super. And, and God damn it, that saxophone. <laughs> yeah. So did you ever expect to, like, be listening to, you know, a pop punk album and then suddenly you get this freaking, you know, serenade from the saxophone? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I loved it. So yeah, uh, es- Esperanza, right? It's the last song on the yeah. album. Just got to make it to the end. It's really long. It's like the longest punk rock song ever. But um, you know, it comes in at the end, and it's not just a little part. It's it's basically the closing of the track, a couple minutes of a saxophone solo, and it's fucking awesome. I, I never a, knew I wanted saxophone on a on a on a Riverdale's record. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
And I thought I said that too. It's like, you know, I didn't know I wanted it until I got it and I love it. You know, it's like this five minute, you know, Dutch Kenny G serenade. It's, it's, it's fantastic, (laughs) but it just, it just totally, you know, fit the vibe of the song. It gave you, you know, it, it was really well done with the story and, and the, you know, emotion behind the song. He did a fantastic bang up job. That was great. So what's your favorite song on the album? Oh. And you can't say phone booth. I, you know how much I love the windowsill. I fucking love the windowsill. Oh, and yes. and that song, it actually was a windowsill song, apparently. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but oh. it, you can tell by listening to it that he wrote that. Oh, that, that would have been a windowsill song. Um, so without I, that one. I, you know, I, I do have to say that, you know, I hope I didn't offend Maureen the other day when I posted uh, about the windowsill. <laughs> you know, my dad, my dad loved the windowsill and he's like, who's this? They're really great, you know? And so, you know, I posted the windowsill, you know, Hey, windowsill, Heather's dad approved, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking him off. And he came back with a great retort. He was just sort of like, you know, the, I'm going to make stickers like the windowsill, least dangerous band ever, <laughs> you know? And it was just hilarious. Yeah. He cracked me up, but you know, even a dad could love him. But uh, yeah, with this one, my favorite non Marine song is oh. probably, chemicals i like that one is it really i don't yeah. know it's kind of it's so catchy they're all good maybe es- esperanza esperanza is my favorite non-marine song i also like what's the the lead-in song the intro what did they good night baby Yeah, Goodnight Baby is fantastic. <laughs> Loved it. It just totally set off that yeah. vibe. I don't know. They're all good. It's a, it's a really good album. Like the dude, it's like almost, it's not fair. He makes it so easy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, 
every band he's in is so good. Every song he writes is a hit. Midas. We should call him, yeah. Call him what? Midas. Midas? Midas. You didn't pay attention at school, did you? No. (laughs) No. School? Midas. Was it? uh, Now watch it. I don't even know. Now you have me questioning (laughs) Midas. The Golden Touch. Whoever the fuck that was. That's Marine. That's Marine. We'll just say Marine. The Titan. Marine the Titan. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention it because I've been listening to it quite a bit lately. And usually Marine gets, you know, gets all the love from the dummy room. So it's well deserved. But, you know, you know, those guys he's got with him, you know, from the real danger, you know, they deserve just as much, you know, appreciation and respect for for what they pulled off. Absolutely. Album nobody expected, you know, came out of nowhere and just punched you right in the face with how, you know, just incredibly awesome it is. So I kind of expected it. So, well, yeah, you expect everything. <laughs> I was pretty excited. I was, I was ready for it. Yeah, I, didn't think, I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be this good actually. No, he sent me demos and it was like, I didn't know how it would work because he sent me, I believe he sent me Goodnight baby and phone booth. And it was like, it's- is this going to work? And Marine actually said they were going for a Riverdale sound. And I asked him, are you Ben or Vapid? And he said he's Vapid, but I don't know. The other guy sounds more like Vapid than him. So uh, Michael, yeah, Michael, uh, <laughs> I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, he's got that croon to him. Yeah, you know? absolutely. He's got that old, just really just full on, you know, croon going. And it's, yeah, it's swoony, that's for sure. It's really good. They pulled it off and... So far, it's one of my favorite albums I've heard in at least this year, you know, but maybe the oh. past couple of years. I no, love absolutely. It. No, it's it's full of bangers and it's just it's wonderful and it's just refreshing. And anytime we can get good quality music, you know, in these fucked up times, I'm all for it, you know. Yeah. We can bring it and they can back it up and we get to reap the benefit of it for sure. Yep. So um, the shivvies are stealing all the mom time here so we should move on <laughs> sure absolutely i do I'm gotta sure say they love their moms too so i'm sure they want us to move on because i'm sure they love their mamas too <laughs> so anyways let's get to uh should we get to tim absolutely so like i said we we, we had a nice really fun conversation with tim it was, and we it was great it was ridiculous <laughs> it was so... we there was oh, so many it was funny because there were so many fucking edit points where you were like, "You can't leave this in." Um, we talk about Tommy. We talk about Tommy Stinson mm-hmm. uh, a few times throughout. Heather expresses her true feelings for Tommy. Maybe oh, Tommy yeah. listens and, and her preference for Tommy over certain other individuals. And yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. So it was a fun conversation, but we had I had some audio issues, so I had to shorten it up quite a bit. But Tim will definitely be back to shoot the shit about more of his more of his stuff his projects his bands and uh yeah he's just a good dude and he's super fun to talk to so let's get to it should we we absolutely should let's go Just, 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 just. 
right, we're here with Tim Schweiger. What's up, dude? What's up? How's it going, man? It's been it's been a while since we've we've uh since we've chatted. Yeah, it's it's been way too long actually. I've known you for a really long time. How long do you think? Um probably <laughs> 21 years, 22. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was actually I was actually trying to remember when we first met the other day and I think it was at a screwball show. And do you remember um do you remember Pam from Green Bay? I don't know her last name. No, I don't remember Pam. Oh. Pam, I'm I'm fairly certain that Pam introduced me to you guys. And I don't remember what show it was, but it was after a screwball show. And I remember we chatted and I think I think our first chat was me, you and Justin. We were actually talking about doing a seven inch together. Like right oh, away. Oh really? That, yeah, well, I'm pretty okay. sure. That makes sense because I was wondering what brought us together, but that makes perfect sense. I think, yeah, you guys were kind of like a big reason why I wanted to do a, a label in the first place. Wow. That's your I'm fault. Honored. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was 1998, I believe. Yeah, the, the 1900s. Yeah, so anyways, Tim was in a great band called the Screwballs, who <laughs> literally, I think the first time I saw you guys, you were, you were in high school, obviously, but um, you guys were playing like with every cool band that was coming through the concert cafe, it seemed like, and yeah. you guys were so good, like so young, but I mean, you were like the only kid band, I, I say kid, but you know what I mean, um, that oh, was like- Yeah, we just, were children. You were children, and you were tearing it up, like you just jumping all over the place. It was it was a great live show. It was fun, man. You guys were like energetic. Um, I I don't know. I don't want to s- immature. That's a good word, right? Yeah, very very <laughs> immature. I think that's what made it like you know it was earnest. I don't know what to call you, and Justin. What I call you the other day, musical life partners. Yeah, musical life, life partners. <laughs> <laughs> Justin and Tim were life partners, but seriously though, you guys, you you were in a band before the Screwballs, I think. I don't think was Screwballs your first band together. No, uh, Justin and I met before either of us could play instruments. Like uh, his mom, his parents got divorced, and his mom moved real close to where I lived with my mom, and so we started playing together. I, you, I guess you called it that back then. I'd go over to his house to play, and because uh, you know, back you find your friends by pro- proximity and um, convenience. You know, the kids that live closest to you are usually your friends growing up. Um, and I, for me, it was Justin, and uh, he taught me how to play guitar. And uh, we convinced our babysitter Joe to play to rent a drum set so he could be our drummer. And he was, he's like four years older than us, which doesn't mean anything now, but you know, when you're nine, that's a big difference, nine or 10. Yeah. And so it was just different versions of that. You had a 13 year old, like babysitting you at nine or 10. (laughs) Dang. I think we kind of like. Joe was your babysitter? Yeah. I mean, he started out babysitting us, but when we were much younger, obviously. First he started with me, but, uh, and then when Justin became my friend, you know, we cross-pollinated our friends, and he got watched by Joe, like, my mom was single, (laughs) and so was Justin's mom, so they would go out on Friday night, you know, and have fun. They were, 
younger than I am now at the time. They were in their early 30s. And uh, yeah. so it would be a Friday night and be like, why don't you, you can just call Joe. Joe's cool and he'd, <laughs> he'd do whatever we wanted. So it was it was the best. Joe, by the way, doesn't look any, he actually looks younger than you guys, I think. I, I agree. If you could, if you could see me, I look like a sixty-five-year-old man <laughs> right now. Screwballs started. Um, you know, I don't know how to make this short, but started to morph into Amazing Larry. And Amazing Larry, uh, Ben Weasel basically told you guys to change your name, so you became Yesterday's Kids, something yep. like that, right? Long story short, yeah, is it's Justin and I worked together for like twelve years. But uh, we started really, really young, and most of the good stuff was the last four years that we were together. But there's some gems in there. Speaking of very old and 65-year-old men, it was funny because I was actually listening to yesterday's kids today to like get myself ready for the show and everything, say, okay, so I've got to have something to talk about this guy about. Awesome. <laughs> and I couldn't help but notice how often like guys are, you guys are talking about sleep. I need to wake up. I need to go to sleep. I'm too tired to be, you know, it's like, it's like, holy shit. There was a, sleep was a huge thing for <laughs> well, you guys. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because like while we were, while we were making like the first record, Justin and I worked at a, a, a like a paper plant in our hometown. We still lived in with our parents and we worked third shift and I just remember being <laughs> exhausted I'd work like 40 hours, third shift, and then we'd go play shows on the weekend. And so, it's that, you know, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Well, it totally does. It's like, <laughs> God damn, these poor kids are tired. Didn't their moms ever tell them to go to bed? I mean, it's like every song is Oh, that, we didn't listen. I don't sleep enough. Wake me up at 6.15, you know. Their babysitter was their drummer. No wonder they didn't get any sleep. Right. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll sleep when we're old. Right. The, uh... The, the change between the bands, though, it was almost seamless in a way. I mean, looking back when I hear the Screwballs, I hear that first Screwballs album, and then I hear, you know, Yesterday's Kids. I mean, there's it's night and day, but it was a cool time, man, to watch you guys grow up, not only, like, personally, but just musically. And, of, of course, you were signed to, you know, Panic Button almost before you were Yesterday's Kids. Obviously, you weren't even Yesterday's Kids when you got signed to Panic Button, but... It didn't take long. Like, how do, how does it happen? How does the how does the Screwballs, you know, this high school punk band, you know, that wasn't touring or anything, how do they end up on Ben's radar? Uh, well, proximity, you know, him being in Chicago definitely helped. So I'm sure he hears more about Wisconsin bands and any like you know, Larry yeah. Livermore in Berkeley or something. <laughs> so. That definitely helped, you know. It's not like we were across the country. Yeah. Uh, and um, we had some mutual friends, which I didn't even realize at the time, but they would put in good words, you know, put in a good word for us. And once we started talking to Ben, uh, he mentioned that. And, it was, you know, that's pretty cool. So he, he had heard of us, and then it was still... I mean, this was the 90s, so you could still send people your tape. Like, it's totally different now, but we like, just started sending him stuff, and he liked it, so he would respond to us. But he, ne he never liked it enough to put it out until <laughs> we sent him the Yesterday's Kids thing. And 
that's really basically it. It's it wasn't like a he 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 stumbled into one of our shows or anything. Uh, we just sent him stuff repeatedly until it was he thought it was good enough. <laughs> wear him down just bombard him until he's like all right fuck i'll listen to you <laughs> fine and then boom there you go uh, um so we get uh <laughs> we get we get two records we get <laughs> we get two records out of yesterday's kids on panic button and then basically you guys um I, I don't know the whole deal there but you guys basically fizzle away but instantly come back as uh the obsoletes who were yes you know i think the same the same drive was there, the same energy. It was just, it was just a different style, but it still had the heart and soul of you know yesterday's kids. Absolutely, you know that that was the next yesterday's kids album. You know, no matter what we called it, that's what it was going to be. Those were the songs we had written. Yeah, we didn't really try to do anything different. It just, it came. I, I mean, you you, li- you look at the difference between the first yesterday's kids one and the second one. That's a pretty big difference too in production. Oh yeah. And uh, so if you follow it through, it, it's kind of a logical lineage. Uh, a lot of the yesterday's kids fans didn't like that record, and um, it started off as a different band. We we had five people in that band, and so it was. Uh, we had an organ player, a different bass player, and I played a lot of slide guitar, and then. Uh, the organ player had twins, so he couldn't do it anymore. And Justin just was like, I want to go back to bass. And so there we were, yesterday's kids with a different drummer. <laughs> Stay a while, I know That you've got nowhere to go Searching for something that's out of sight Won't you stay a while
you guys were playing a, a ton of shows and shit, but uh, I, after that, it's when, like, I, I guess, would you consider yourself a hired gun for some of the stuff you've done? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what I made my career out of. Yeah, so this is where it gets kind of impressive, I think. You've played with Tommy Stinson. You've played with Paul Collins. Um, you played with Peter Case. Was that Plimsolls, or was it like Peter Case solo? We did one solo thing, but we we got, we were hired to do his Plimsoll stuff electric with him. We toured. We did this like traveling tour of Australia, and they were like, "Can you put together a band and do Plimsoll stuff?" And he was like, "Absolutely!" And I <laughs> was lucky enough to be asked. That's incredible. That was a dream come true. It really was. Because we were touring with the Flaming Groovies and the Buzzcocks and wow. Blue Oyster Cult. It was Dang. just insane. I don't want to single anybody out, but like, who was the coolest out of those like of those legends? Who was the coolest to play with for you? I it's got to be Tommy, I know. right? I know, I know. <laughs> you know my answer. Nate. I don't know. You know, I can't. I can't answer that. Like, <laughs> he ain't listening, dude. None of them are listening to this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Tommy's totally listening right well, now. Well, if I tell him I mention him, maybe he will. You never know. Now, was it was it Bash and Pop stuff or was it Tommy Solo stuff? Both. Uh, and we kind of had our we kind of had to twist his arm to do Bash and Pop. He was mm. like, "Nah, man, nobody <laughs> likes that." And I was like, "Are you fucking stupid?" That album right. is amazing. <laughs> and then yeah. on top of that, I was like, I already know how to play it perfectly because, you know, before I ever dreamed of doing this, I just loved it. And that's what I do with the albums I love. I figure every guitar lick out. And that's how I learned to play guitar. It's cool. You got to play with Tommy, you know? Yeah, man. And I got to do a South by Southwest with him, which is even more insane just because of all, all the people I met through Tommy. It's cool, dude. I I think of the stuff that you and your life partner have done. You and Justin, you know, Justin, of course, played with Screeching Weasel, and he's also played with Bash and Pop, so this, it's really weird. It's almost like this fictitious thing. Like, it, it can't be true that these two kids from fucking Nina, Wisconsin, are, are basically, <laughs> you know, playing with their, their heroes. Yeah, I, I'm proud of all of it. I still consider myself more lucky than anything. There's... Tons of guitar players better than me. I know that. But uh, I was in the right place at the right time and was able to keep my job for a while. So that, that was the main thing I was proud of. Was I toured the whole record with Tommy. I think, yeah. Tim, yeah, like, like Nate was saying, like essentially like a hired gun, you know, to be able to, to have the talent to back that up for, for guys like Tommy Stinson to say, hey, yeah, I'm taking this guy with me, you know? It's it says a lot for your talent and Justin as well because yeah. of course we all know you know you know Justin's pretty much had his hands in almost everything you know from playing to recording yeah. to what have you you know so it's like you could feel like a relatively a relative nobody and it your talent just speaks for you in, in that sense you know so kudos to you you know that's Thank fabulous you. that's really I'm, nice of you to say well thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But no, dude, it's just, it's cool, you know, and I've, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of all you guys for that because it was like, I, you know, I didn't grow up with you guys, but I was there pretty early and I knew like what you guys had this drive to go record yourself and learn how to record yourself and do all of that shit by yourself. 
it just it paid off dude it really did yeah thankfully ask about your mom dude since it's mother's day (laughs) sure (laughs) how's she doing man she's doing great she's newly retired as of last year and so she's living life you know as much as you can during these times what did she think of you you know touring the world and playing with all these cool people um it's interesting because you know she didn't know who tommy was really (laughs) before I played with him, <laughs> and I had to explain it to her. And when I told her he was in Guns N' Roses, then she was impressed. She was like, oh, my God, Guns N' Roses? So <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. But um, she she's super proud, you know? I, cool. It is cool. It's cool to make your parents proud, you know, no matter. There's no two ways about it. Nice. Now, Tim, was there ever ever a time, you know, in your career as a musician where your mom, like, sort of like went, okay, slam on the brakes? Any, you know, like, was there anything oh. like, like crazy that might have come up that, like, your mom was like, now, honey, 
maybe you might want to go back to school and like learn a trade or something. <laughs> uh, when when someone got shot at one of a show, Jesus I Christ, what? I mean, it's understandable. When, when somebody got shot, pardon me. Yeah, um, it was a yesterday's. It was the only yesterday's kids reunion show, and it was held at a at a house. It should have been at a club, but. Um, there was way too many people there, and it drew unwanted attention. <clears throat> um, and I think it was a an argument about weed, of all things, which is just so unfortunate, you know? And, uh, and I knew the guy, and it happened like 10 feet in front of me. I was talking with Amos from Tenement, uh, and we it was after the show, and so he was just standing outside with me while I caught my breath and then it went like pop 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 and I didn't think it was a gun I thought it was like fireworks so it didn't even register so it was basically like some dudes fighting over weed which which <laughs> Pretty, is well <laughs> which is I mean the, seems like yeah, completely anti the point of weed you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, I really don't know that I've I've seen too many people get ultraviolet over, you know, smoking a dude. Well, I don't even I don't even think the kid that got shot was involved in the uh, initial dispute, either. Just so so just so that we're, we're clear, he he survived. He did. They, they he went to the hospital oh, and good. they wouldn't <laughs> take a, the bullet out of him because he didn't have insurance. Damn. That just opens a whole other can of worms there that, yeah, we don't, oh, fuck. Right? Yeah, man. Because I knew the kid. He's from uh, Green Bay, so he was at all of our shows and would hang out at the same house that we all hung out at after all the shows at the concert cafe at Andy Junk's house. Hmm. And then, yeah, and then mom was like, okay, Tim. Well, I didn't tell her. I didn't, because I knew she would freak her out. And then at Christmas, my cousin was like, "Dude, what happened when that dude got shot at your show?" <laughs> my mom's like, "What?" And mom's in the kitchen with the pumpkin pie, going, "What did you just?" Say? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it was. <laughs> oh fuck! Like, Shut dude. up, man. <laughs> You're grounded, Timothy. <laughs> so that's hands down the the craziest thing that's ever happened at a show right for you um yeah i mean <laughs> you had to think not, about that that's like, <laughs> well there's stuff i probably don't there's stuff i don't want to talk about on the mother's day episode that's <laughs> not appropriate for children and honestly my daughter's watching tv in the next room anyway so i mean someone getting shot that, yeah that's crazy that's nuts dude pretty insane Especially at a yesterday's kids show, it's not like you guys were. You could take us out of the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of yesterday's kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we move on, um, I gotta say I gotta bring this up real quick. Um, I want to give my condolences to uh, the Chicks Diggit family. Of course, KJ's mm. mom died last week. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I, I, of course I've never met I've never met her, you know, but it's like. We all listen to Chicks Dig It. We've all heard them. We all know how many times KJ sings about his mom. It just feels like she's, you know what I mean? It feels like yeah. she's part of the part of the whole thing. And it's just like, man, it was such a bummer. Yeah, she's um, woven into the fabric of Chicks Dig It. You just kind of felt it, you know? It's like, yeah, oh, absolutely. I felt like KJ. I knew her a little bit. 
That's a tough No, absolutely. It was really heartbreaking to read and and to see that. And so a lot of love and peace and strength um, go out to KJ and his family. She sounded so cool because of all the shit he wrote about her, you know? It was just awesome, but my favorite was definitely Henry Rollins' No Fun. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I think it's the quintessential witty uh, KJ, you know? And I'm sure Henry Rollins actually isn't any fun. <laughs> I wonder what his mom is like. Henry Rollins' mom? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not as intense as him. I can, I can only imagine KJ's mom is just like the nicest, sweetest person because that's how he is. Totally yeah. easygoing and just, you know, you know, that's... As a mom myself, you know, it's a, I just try to let my kids have as much fun and and as they can you know without getting into too much trouble without you know coming into it just seems like she would have been that totally laid back you know just do it do whatever makes you happy honey as long as you know (laughs) as long as you're happy and you're safe that's good you know it's like every time you know my teenager leaves the house I'm just like all right, have a good time, have fun, be safe, I love you. You know what I mean? So there's like, go do yeah, what you got to do, but just make make good choices, you know? And yeah, like, that's, go walk that's out the best the door thing, make good like, decisions. You know, have fun, but make good choices. And that's kind of like, you know, it's sort of like that um, kind of hands-off parenting, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm watching yeah. you, I want you to live life, I want you to be happy, um, but don't fuck up, dude. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's like... You know, I think KJ's mom was probably a lot like that. She, you know, saw something in her son that, you know, made him really happy and he was good at and she fully supported him and, you know, doesn't mean she didn't worry about him, didn't mean, doesn't mean that he might have made, you know, decisions that she didn't quite agree with all the time, but she trusted him to like go and do his thing and, and here we are and we have to thank her for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I bet you nobody got shot at a Chick's Diggit show ever. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you ever been to Canada? <laughs> I was lolling with my mom, and my mom met everyone. And I talked to Henry Rollins, and he talked to my mom, and my mom says he's no fun. Henry Rollins is no fun. I said that he's a prick, but I pick what he did. And all I talked about was politics, but from lifting cards, you don't like girls no more. Has your mom ever, like, gone to a show with you? Like, have you ever attended a concert with your mom? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah what show did you go to with your mom? Was it your choice or her choice? Like, when um, I was a kid, I saw Neil Diamond with my parents, <laughs> you know, but I'm not really going to say that was my choice. When I was in third grade, she 
took me to see the new kids on the block. Fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was the fir- my first concert, but also my first concert with her. Nice. Yeah, and then, you know, you know, that all led to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and the rap world and everything. And that was actually the first concert that I took my son to was we drove um, for his birthday. We drove four hours down to Worcester, Massachusetts, so he could see Tyler, the creator. <laughs> it's like, so wow. there I am, you know, this 40-something mom sitting two rows back behind her 16-year-old, you know. Watching Tyler, the creator. <laughs> You're and, a good mom. And then, like, some frumpy guy comes, sits next to me and starts buying me beer. So I'm like, dude, this is the best time ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was great. So I got to know, Tim, who was your favorite new kid? Joey. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't even have to think about these, man. He was the I youngest only know, one. I only know Donnie because of Mark. Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah, the I bad boy. Oh, yeah, speaking of bad moms, boy, their it? mom just passed away too. Did you guys ever watch that show, Wahlburgers? Oh no, no. Nope. But a, their restaurant—they just opened one of their restaurants, like Wahlburgers or something like that, in Waukesha. Here, they have a burger chain restaurant. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Three hours away from them, and I don't even have that. Damn. Dude, Wisconsin's where it's at. Apparently, I'm so impressed Pretty much. all the time yeah. with all the shit you guys got going down over there. It's like, damn. Yeah. Just don't talk about weed. <laughs> You'll <Right>. be okay. <laughs> you get shot. Um, I, I went to, I went and saw Genesis with my mom, at, at the stadium in Madison. Big, huge, cool. you know, open air stadium. Um, I didn't want to go. Definitely wasn't my choice. It was just I happened to be there that weekend or whatever visiting and she had an extra ticket so i went you know i mean i was like i was probably like 15 maybe 14 i was into like dinosaur jr and fugazi yeah you know so seeing genesis wasn't my thing but you know of course (laughs) now i would i you know i would love to go see him now i totally would you know you know they are they're coming back that's more more breaking news there's like there's like a, a genesis reunion tour being planned or something you know this, oh boy! Like is this felt- breaking news on the dummy room? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> no, it's gonna be that drum sound, you know, that like in the air tonight. That oh yeah. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah, so that was like, I I saw that, and then my mom used to um, my mom used to because I was in a band with some older guys when I was like sixteen. And they would play bar shows, and I, you know, if they played out of town, I'd have to have a parent there. So my oh, yeah. mom would, yeah, like she would drive me or drive. I would ride with those guys, and she would, you know, go to the show so I could so I could play it. Um, she did that a few times. That was cool. She was kind that's of a, a she was kind of a cool rock and roll mom. Yeah, that's a total rock mom. My mom never did that for me. See, I was going to ask if seeing Phil Collins got you into drumming, and and it was like, do we have no, like no. Nate's mom to thank <laughs> for for his musical career that he, you know? No, no, nothing like that. I was, if I was ever a drummer, it was because of Danny Panic. Mm. He's oh, yeah. fully responsible for that. Nice. Just never that guy never screwed up, no matter what band I saw him in. I know, I know. Um, it's just insane. And, and like, and on the show, I remember, didn't he say something like he'd hear it once and he'd just play it perfectly? Yeah, he'd, he'd hear it and he just boom, he was there on. It's so good. 
Dude's awesome. Love him. But yeah, my mom was always cool about letting me taking me to taking me to shows and dropping me off, shit like that. So it's awesome. See, one of the perks of Joe being like four years older than us was he could drive four years before we could. So we could <laughs> yeah. play shows when we were twelve and he was sixteen. And but nobody wants twelve year olds in a band playing their show. They're like, you are tiny, <laughs> tiny children. So nobody would let us play their show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. now these days we've got those kids color killer. You know, they've played with the Prozacs and all sorts of, yeah, what is it? Yeah, Lincoln from Color Killer got up on stage with Billy Joe. You know, it's like, Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. yeah he's, he's like 10. Yeah, he's super yeah. young. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, if you haven't seen them or heard them, Tim, you got to check them out. Color Killer, dude, they're super young, like the singer. But he's and the funny thing is, he's been doing it for years. Mm. Like he's a fucking veteran at this point. I mean, he's been doing yeah, this like wow. four years, and he's only like eleven. Yeah, he's got he's <laughs> got tons of videos on YouTube too. I think it's like Lincoln Rocks. Um, yeah, you know, and it, you know, starts out. You know, he does a lot of covers. He'd cover Jagger Holly, MXPX. You know, you know, just mm-hmm. tons and tons of people, and uh, just he's, I don't know, you know, just. A savant, the really. He's, he yeah, yeah. totally is. You yeah, know, yeah. he's, he's wow. incredible. You know, he's got a rad mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like, with your mom, like, you know, your mom would, like, drop you off at concerts and she's just, hey, go have fun, do whatever you got to do. But, you know, just, you know, like I say, play it safe and everything. But was there ever a time that you had to, like, sheepishly call your mom and say, mom... I fucked up. Can you pick me up? Like, was there, like, any really, like, embarrassing time where you were, like, so... Like, say you were, like, at some kegger, got totally shit-faced at, at 15 and had to call your mom to be picked up or something. Well, sadly, I guess, just at least for the sake of your story, I didn't start drinking until I was, like, 23 or 24. I don't even remember. I, I lived a... I wasn't, like, straight edge or anything, but I just... I just didn't do it, you know? Right on. Good. Um, yeah. So I, whenever parties got busted, it was hilarious because, you know, the cops would think they had me cornered and I'd blow in a breathalyzer and they'd look at me like I was cheating or something. And I'd just <laughs> say, see you later, asshole. <laughs> and I know that made my mom happy for sure. But she also was like, what's wrong with my kid? Because this is Wisconsin. Everybody drinks. I've heard that, yeah. I was right there with you, Tim. I wasn't a yeah. drinker until I was of age. Yeah. yeah. I um, I remember Justin and I went to Cranky Pat's on my 21st oh, birthday. Yeah. And I you get a free beer on your birthday. Cool. <laughs> and so I got a free bottle of High Life, and I drank half of it and gave the rest to Justin. He was well into <laughs> drinking. He was well into the High Life by then. By the way, yeah. Cranky Pat's was... A- great fucking pizza place um i think i went there almost every time i was in nina seeing you guys or just hanging out with justin always ended up at cranky pats yeah man it's a nina wisconsin staple (laughs) is it still there yep it's still doing great awesome i i didn't drink until i was 21 so i don't really have any crazy stories but i did i did remember one that's when when I first met my wife, um, I th- I think this was 
I'm not sure if it was her first time meeting my family or like if it was just like there was a party of some sort at a bar or some or a facility that had I think it was like the basement of a bar there was like a retirement party or something and I think that was like her first time meeting everybody and we got really drunk and <laughs> my mom like had to my mom and dad had to drive us home and we were like just starting to date you know but yeah. um I remember I fell down the stairs, you know, it was like oh boy. sloppy, stupid. So wow. I thought of that the other day. That's probably more embarrassing for her just because it was like, Hey, I'm, I'm the new, you know, I'm the, I'm the girlfriend here and I'm super drunk. But yeah, I mean, that was like one of those moments I'm dating where your son, Oh God. <laughs> Yeah. Did so, they did they ever say anything? Was there any like did your mom ever have any kind of reaction like, you know, a few days not, later going, Nate, are you no, making I think good it was choices? Like, <laughs> no, I think it was like probably the next day it was just like, Are you okay? That kind of stuff, you know, or you know, had to help me go get my car, whatever. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. But That's not nice. nothing. My mom was always cool about stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah. so she was completely but, like she just nonplussed about your your drunk girlfriend you know all over the place <laughs> nice yeah i suppose you know so I mean, like so i said my mom's was there pretty ever cool anything so. ever anything like really completely mortifying that she would tell your girlfriends about you like going oh fuck mom no shut up no um not really i don't think so i mean maybe the, maybe there's little things here and there but God, you guys are I angels i know yeah. Um I don't really have anything good like that, but that's about it. I never had to never had to call her. See, I didn't my mom, I didn't live with her like when I was a kid my whole childhood. You know, I was I was between parents, so but I didn't I didn't neither parent got like, you know, a shitty kid out of me at least, you know. Well, well that sort of like makes my questions a lot less interesting. <laughs> you know, make shit up. <laughs> So there's nothing like like nothing you know crazy that like you got caught doing that your mom like caught busted you, and you're just like oh fuck. Um, I don't think so. I don't think I ever got caught doing any of the stupid shit I did. I, I mean, not at a show, I guess per se, but I definitely had to like go to court and shit. My mom wasn't happy about Ooh. that. Like I, <laughs> from from like vandalizing. Throwing eggs at a friend's house, actually. And, uh, nice. Yeah, his parents wanted to press charges, or I don't even know how it ended up, but we all had to go to court. And I skipped school a lot, and they threatened to, like, I don't know, do something to my mom, which seems ridiculous now. Oh, damn. But, <laughs> yeah. They, they appealed to my, 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 my love of my mother, and I... I still Your skip sweetness. school, but, you know, I, <laughs> I let her, I, I let her find the, the, the letters. I used to, when you'd get a letter in the mail and saying, your son was truant yesterday and I would just, I would get home before her and I would throw them away. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, a, yeah, I was going to ask like, so what exactly did you ever get away with? That's so exciting since you never got caught doing anything like, well, yeah, you got away with shit because you hid it from her. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, I was—it was just me and my mom, so she was busy, 
and to no fault of her own, bless her, she worked her ass off. And I'm grateful she's still around, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Totally. I um I got in trouble once. So I lit I lit a fence on fire. <laughs> and uh I was living in Madison and on literally purpose? right Oh yeah, yeah, this bitch that lived next to us. Jesus. Um fuck, what was her name? I can't Ah, fuck. Her name's like I I can't remember, but she had a really funny name, but anyways, she hated us. And like she would always, she would fuck with her own house, like she would do stupid shit to her own house and blame us. Oh my god! So one time, we fucking went full out. We just lit her fence on fire. We took like WD forty or whatever, sprayed <laughs> it all over it, lit that fucker. But the, yeah, and and we got caught, and we ran, and the cops showed up, and we just denied it. We denied it. And we denied it, and we never got in trouble. Damn. Well, and then, how like, old were you? <clears throat> Excuse me, how like, old were you? I was probably like, I was probably like 10. Okay. Damn. 11, 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, year, a couple years later, though, the kid that I was with, he ended up telling his mom that it was true that we actually did light the fence on fire. And uh, so he oh. got in trouble, but I had already moved. I had left Madison <laughs> and came to lacrosse. So I was like, I guess I was in the clear, but my, I had to tell my mom. Or she had asked me if it was true, you know, because she was still in Madison. I was like, well, yeah, you know, and, and but I never got in trouble because I didn't live with my mom at the time. Damn, the perfect crime. But yeah, fucking stupid. Yeah, we just lit her fence on fire. Fuck her. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and the other thing with like, I used to get all these notes. Like I'd get these notes sent home from teachers on like a Friday and I was supposed to have my mom sign them. And... I always did. I never threw them away. But what I would do is I would wait till like Monday morning. Hey, mom, can you sign this real quick? Dude, she used to get so pissed at oh me. Oh, my God. She'd fucking yell at me so bad because, like, I'd, you know, I'd fuck off all weekend then. Yeah. And then I would just get grounded during the week or whatever. <laughs> and then by the next weekend, she'd forget. And it would just this vicious cycle of bullshit. Damn. So you're a savvy shrewd miscreant you were and you never thought to maybe have like your brother or sister like sign the note for you? I mean You know, looking back I should have had really my sister idea. because my sister was totally cool and she totally would have done that and I was just I wasn't thinking. Yeah, I mean Yeah, she she definitely would have got me out of some shit. <laughs> just imagine and who what was you your mom's favorite? Was it? She was probably your mom's favorite too, wasn't she? Oh yeah, like if you ask my sister, she'll say it's me. But if you ask me and my brother, definitely my sister. Are you, yeah. Which child are you? Are you the middle child or the baby? I'm the baby. Okay. Aww, yeah, my see? sister's the oldest. But yeah, she was always the favorite. Yeah, they're, they're, like I'm the only girl, so you would think that like just automatically, by default, I would be the favorite. But no, I, I was middle child too, so I think I got stuck with more of that. And it's, you mm. know, it's like, you know, my brother, my brother, the baby, Chad, he was always the favorite. I swear to God, my mom was, like, my stepmom was still doing his taxes when he was, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I know, he's, like, got a family and a career. He's in the Navy. My mom does his taxes. What, you know? So he's the favorite, for sure. But, God, yeah, I don't know. So did you guys ever, like, have battles? You know, was there ever, like, any kind of rivalry going on between you guys? No. No, my, me and my, me and my brother are, you know, I love him, but we're like completely different people. So there was nothing we did 
you know, we didn't have any common interests, so there was nothing to be rivalries over. Um, but when, when I was kids, he was a fucking asshole to me. Like, <laughs> and I was a, I was an asshole back. Like, I remember times where I would do something bad to him, and I'd always blame it on him. I, you know, just to get him in trouble. Oh, you fucker! I fucked him over a lot. <laughs> yeah, I remember like times where I would get hurt. And, like, he would get in trouble, and it wasn't even, like, his fault. Oh, that's the worst. But just by, like, default, like, my mom, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't speak up, you know. I'd get hurt. He, she'd just start yelling at him, and I'd be like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and, you know, let him have it. Damn. <laughs> you're the baby. You're the favorite. But, yeah, there was there was never anything that, like I said, we were just completely different people growing up. So there was nothing to compete over other than, I don't know, nothing weird so never never had to like vie for for attention you know over the other from mom or anything it was always nate (laughs) yeah probably yeah well she's a smart woman (laughs) you say that because you know she's listening to this one oh i don't know (laughs) she might be does your mom call you you nathan nate uh she mixes it up yeah sometimes she does when my mom's pissed at me, she calls me Timothy. Really pissed is Timothy Michael, my middle name as well. That's classic. Yeah, classic mom. Do you do that, Heather? Do you, when you get mad at your kids, do you bust out the middle name? No, I usually go, what the fuck, you fucking asshole? No, <laughs> edit that. Oh, yeah. Edit that. That goes out. No. Um, yeah, well, no, I'm always, you know... I don't know. My kids have really cool names, so it's, like, fun to say them together, you know? It's like... But I try... I don't think I get... Luckily, they don't piss me off too often. It's usually, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, around housework or chores or something like that where, you know, I have to, like, step up my game and it's until I, like, really lose my shit that, you know, they'll pick up a broom or something and start to just, like, Jesus Christ! But, God... Yeah, I think I use their 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 first and middle names just in casual conversation too. Ian uh, Elijah, hmm. it's a cool name. Yeah, it's beautiful. Elijah, yeah, you know. So it's like it's fun to say, you know. Hey, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's airing all their dirty laundry. Speaking of dirty laundry, what is the most in- incriminating or embarrassing thing that your mom ever found in your bedroom? Uh, probably pornography. <laughs> little dirty magazines <laughs> yeah like a playboy i've only owned one playboy and uh i stuffed it inside of a record sleeve it's a good spot right, right? that's brilliant yeah i had that one magazine for years it's just like why am i holding <laughs> on to this this is disgusting i've told oh fuck i've told this before and i don't know if my mom ever found it and it, this wasn't even like embarrassing my buddy Sean for one of my birthdays, like 19, 20 year old birthday. I still lived with my parents at that time. And he had bought me this like masturbation kit. (laughs) And it was basically like, it was a joke thing. It was like, you opened it up and there was a target and like a glove maybe. And like, it was just like this gag thing. And I, he bought it for me and he gave it to me like, I, you know, it was in the bag and I'm like, whatever, you know, and I was, we were like downtown. He gave it to me and I'm like, haha. Well, I ended up just, you know, taking it with me, like threw it in my room or something. 
and then like didn't even think about it and then like i remember i came back like a couple days later or something and i was like it was opened up oh, like no. somebody had looked in there <laughs> like but it was so ridiculous that it was obviously a joke you know it's like nobody would actually use this or you know what i mean yeah. obviously it's a gag gift so but that's <laughs> but it's still and, looking and back it's like god it. i hope she thought that was a joke you know <laughs> Yeah. I have, I, you know, I, you know, luckily I have yet to <laughs> think, I don't think I, I, yeah, I should say, I don't think I've really, no, they're pretty savvy these days, kids these days, man, I'm telling you, they're, they're pretty, pretty smart, smooth operators. A little uh, too so smooth. Well, unless, you know, a minor, minor angels, of course, because I don't think, I just always wonder where all his socks are, you know? <laughs> 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 hey dad, you really treat me like crap And why are you leaving the toilet seat down all the time? That's weird, mom I need my mommy to do my laundry Oh, hey, oh I need my mommy to do my laundry Oh, hey, oh I can't cook, I burn my eggs Sisters sporting hairy legs Stuff some cookies in my mouth Money's falling in the couch Dad says I'm an evil friend guys think is like the hottest tv mom that, that that there ever was you know tv mom hottest tv mom go ahead tim i i for some reason maggie siever from growing pains nice she was she was <laughs> I, she's the first one that came to my head i would not have gone there <laughs> yeah i'm interested uh, no, to hear and, your guys then. That, yeah but no like you bring it up and i'm like yeah because she was just sweet and she was she was very cute you know she just had that that fresh clean you know all-american mom yeah. thing going oh on. yeah you know and it, yeah i i like i said i so grew they, up with just my mom so that's the family yeah. that i wished i had when i watched it mm. yeah oh you wish you had a boner <laughs> Vincent Stabone. Stabone. Yep. Oh dear God! Wow. God damn, wow. that was good. And it was totally um, okay back then. I think I think my favorite TV mom has a little bit more class than her. <laughs> Peg Bundy. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Peg Bundy. Yeah. Dude, Classic. I fucking loved that show, and she was so good so on that show. Good, yeah. Um, I never understood. Actually, I, I I commented on this the other day. Like, I never understood Al's problem with her. Right, like, she she's was pretty good hot. looking. Like, yeah. like he's turning her down every night. Like that ain't happening. No, no. <laughs> so no way. Oh my god. See, and my kids always tell me, they always tell me that I'm Linda from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, no. That's a close second for me. I love that show Right so on. Much. See, because she's always Oh, singing. my God. And they're like, Mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. My kids love Bob's Burgers, and they're just like, God, you remind me so much of Linda, Ma. You're like that's Linda a, from Bob's that's Burgers. That's a high compliment. Because I'm like always singing, you know what I mean? And it's like. 
yeah, I'll, you know, somebody will say something and I'll like break into song, you know, a, they'll utter a phrase and I'll just start singing some random song, you know. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> you take your Maggie Seavers and your, your Peg Bundys and, you know, somebody out there appreciates <laughs> Linda. I didn't know we could do cartoons. You said sitcoms. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> this one friend who like all the friends wanted to hang out at their house because like their mom was so hot uh kevin the drummer for the screwballs his mom was unanimously unanimously voted the hottest mom of <laughs> really all the bars. oh yeah have you have you guys met each other's moms i've never met nate's but nate's met my mom right, so this, so this won't get, i was gonna say so this won't get too awkward <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I, you might have met my mom. Really? I don't know. I know I met your mom. Yeah, because you've, you've but... been to my house before. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Demar's mom is hot. I, I don't, I don't really have an. All my friends' moms were really weird. Like, I shit, I can't even tell you some of the stories. But, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't even answer that. I don't know. None of them. See, yeah, like I, I asked, I asked um, my 19-year-old, I asked him that question today, and he instantly had an answer. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> That's good. I, like, oh, I don't think that I know good. his mom. I was actually kind of surprised because I, I thought it would be somebody else's mom, you know, but it wasn't. I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever met his mom. Hmm. So, yeah, he totally uh, like, right, like, boom, ask the question, answer. It was like so ready with it. And I was like, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> He's a 19-year-old boy. Right. That's what it is. <laughs> 
like, is there something that you can like, you know, completely 100% fully, you know, say, you know, this is the one thing in my life that my mom is completely proud of? Uh, the, f- the first, oh, and the second time we, <laughs> we opened for Screeching Weasel at the House of Blues awesome. in 2001. My parents came down. I think my aunt and uncle came down. They bought tickets. She, yeah, she went to both because the second show was Yesterday's Kids, The Queers, and Screeching Weasel. And they made shirts just for that show. And it said all of our names on the back. So she, mm-hmm. so she bought nice. one. And she, she wears it. it. Yeah, yeah. She wears it every time she mows the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> well, yeah. there is that. Yeah, I don't know. Screeching Weasel does have that lawnmower song. So there you go. That was a huge deal for them. That was the first big show we ever played you know that is awesome you know the last time i saw the queers was down in boston with the dickies it was a few years ago cool. um probably this summer and there was a band and uh, and they're actually a pretty decent i haven't band. seen the queers in many many years oh god yeah it was a big anniversary show The Di- it was the dickies and i can't remember they had actually you know it's one of those deals there, there are a few openers it's like all right dude you know five bands is too many kind of thing um, but there was yeah. a band opening, and one of the dudes, his parents were there, like, in the crowd, you know, like, right up front. And I was just totally impressed, because you could just see, like, the pride and joy, you know, that these, you know, they were obviously, you know, like, 70-year-old folks, you know, just jamming out <laughs> at a Queer's Dickie yeah. show, you know, just rooting on their son. It was fantastic. I was like, yeah, I think they made my night, actually. I, I remember that fondly, for sure.
maybe, but nothing like that. I never... No, I don't think so. Oh. I mean, nothing that stands out. If, if there's anything, it's just me turning out okay, you know, and being a, being a good dad, I think. At least I try. You can sit so. there and go, Phew, I didn't fuck that one up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got, actually, I got a, a, another really good one that you guys would like. Um, a, yeah. a couple years ago, my mom, Tommy, Tommy was playing like acoustically mm. in Green Bay. And you could buy a ticket to go have a drink with him at a dive bar Ooh. before the show. <laughs> like, he does shit like that all the time. And so my mom bought one. And so she showed up at this shitty bar in Green Bay. And I have um, never wanted to be somebody else's mother so badly in my life. Right? <laughs> Heather and, bought 15 tickets. <laughs> right. And she goes, up, she goes up to him and she's like, hi, I, uh, you know, I bought the ticket. And he's like, oh, not, he was very nice to her. And she's like, well, actually, you know my son. And he's like, really? And she s- said my name. And he got up and screamed. Uh, it, he calls me Schwingo. Every, like, <laughs> you know, you, you, you travel in a van with people, stupid, you, you get dumb nicknames. And his daughter, Lula, always called me Schwingo. And he just yelled that and gave her a huge hug. And she looked at me and she's like, I think everybody in the bar was really impressed, Tim. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, wow, really? That's and awesome. And then, out of the blue, I didn't even know it was happening, out of the blue I get a picture, I, a text message from my mom of her and Tommy Stinson, with no explanation. <laughs> it's like, what the, what? <laughs> what is, I what's hope going you, on? I hope you printed that out and framed it. That is so awesome. Oh, man, it's, I, yeah, I... I should if that. not, that's what you need to do for Mother's yeah. Day. Print oh, that I should. out and put that's it in a That's such a good frame. idea. See? Oh, my God, that's a good idea. Right on. Yeah. See? She still talks that's about that night for. hanging out with Tommy Stinson. <laughs> oh, yeah, Listen, I would. <laughs> if, if I was able to hang out with Tommy Stinson, I would be bringing that shit up, too, man. Yep. I mean, he's, I'm really tall, so he probably comes up to my boobs, but I wouldn't mind a nuzzle. <laughs> that would be, I would be fine with that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not, not going to complain. <laughs> I warned you. Heather, oh, Heather is raunchy enough. Heather with Jameson's is yeah. You got to look out. That's his sorry. drink too. That's that's in the rider. A bottle of Jameson after every show. Really? And for me, it was a bottle of cherry, wild cherry Pepsi. <laughs> cherry at, Pepsi rolls. At the time, yeah, at the time I drank. You should have I, Jameson and Cherry Pepsi together. Yeah. That's what I mm. think. That's what everyone assumed it was for, but no, it was for the one loser in the band that didn't drink. <laughs> Can you stand there? Look at some queen.
So, Tim, you gotta you gotta frame that picture for your mom for Mother's Day. I do, and I didn't have a present for her yet. This is there you great. Go. You guys yeah. helped me out big time. So, what you guys got plans for Mother's Day? Uh, I don't. Uh, it's sad to say. My mom lives two hours away, and yeah. she's probably going to be at their cabin, which is six hours away, way up north. So hmm. I, d- I usually call We call her. that up to camp here. Yeah. What is it? Up tamp? Up to camp. Up to camp. It's All like, right. I mean, we say up to camp, and you just say up to camp. Up so to everybody camp. goes up to camp. Cool. Where are you going? Oh, we we're s- just going up to camp. We say up north. I think that's sort yeah. of... We're going up north, even though we're we're fucking pretty up north already. Yeah, is like r- relatively speaking, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. Only Canada is really <laughs> more north than we are. Yeah. So what are you doing, Heather? And Iceland and Greenland. What are we doing? Yeah, for I Mother's Day. I don't know. That's actually my kid-free weekend, so hmm. I'm really kind of like on the fence of whether or not I want their dad to bring them home, or do I get the day to myself, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, you know, and I'll say, oh, it'll be nice to have the day to myself, because I usually don't get them back until Mondays. We do week to week, but it's Monday to Monday. <clears throat> and so, yeah, I don't know, but I know by about 1130 in the morning, I'm going to really, really miss them and want them to be home. Yeah, so. you'll miss them. Yeah. So like my daughter was at a, a sleepover last night and I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. Yep, totally. And by eight <laughs> o'clock, I was like, I miss my daughter. Well, this is lame. I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lame because <laughs> you have nothing <laughs> to do. Right? Yeah. That's me too, though. But no, they're, you know, they usually, we always do that, though. Normally, like Mother's Day and Father's Day, regardless of the schedule, They'll they'll go, you know, like for Mother's Day, they'll come here and for Father's Day, they'll go to their dad's and stuff. So and their dad might throw them some money to take me out to dinner or something. But no real actual plans. I tell them all the time. The only thing I want for Mother's Day is peace, no fighting and a clean house. That's all I want. How about you, Nate? I got no plans. No. And your Um, mom's right there. She's local, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. My mom's like really close to me. I mean, we'll probably go see her, but... But that's about it. You know, we'll go over there, maybe have dinner or something, and that's it, you know? No, that's sweet. That's, that's pretty, good enough. That's just pretty being good. Around so and of course we're going to see her, you know? Yeah. It's just... A- acknowledge her and just appreciate her. Yeah. She'll love it. Just bring, yeah, we... your, bring your children over. That's, like, the best. That, oh, yeah. Like, that's what it seems like. My, parent, my parents love my daughter. Like, it seems like it's the greatest thing on the planet to be a grandparent. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, once you have, like, grandkids, it's like they don't care about you anymore. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. But yeah. No, I'm no. just kidding, Mom. If you're listening, I know you love me. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's <laughs> Day, Tim's mom. I'm sorry for being so crude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, um, Happy Mother's Day to 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 my mom and and you know to my wife and to you, Heather and Tim's mom, of course. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> I feel like I should have streamers in a balloon, like a kazoo or something. <laughs> yeah. All these shout-outs. Cool. I can put that in. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Big party over here. Every mom gets but an no. applause. Every mom should get an applause. I really wanted to do a, just a special Mother's Day episode just because we hadn't done one yet. <laughs> and it seemed like a good year to do it. You know, it's sort of last year yeah. sucked. I agree. You know, yeah, you know lots of cool mom like, songs. Yeah. So. Last year was the beginning of, you know, 
the beginning of the new times. It was really kind of strange back then, you know, but um, for sure. And I just, you know, I just want to thank you too, Nate, for, you know, asking me to do this with you because, you know, like I said, there are a lot of really cool moms out there. And yeah, I'm just thankful and honored that uh, you asked me. So thank you. Well, I'm happy both of you guys are joining me tonight. Tim, you're an old friend. We've It's fun to catch up a little bit. Actually, Tim, you you kind of play both roles. You're kind of mom and dad, so, you know, I don't want to leave you out of the whole, you're not a mom, but you deserve some attention because you, you are raising her alone. Well, I appreciate that. I, I got to do a lot of mom stuff. That's though. cool. Yeah, she's with me 100% of the time. Um, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, Tim. And yeah, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. <laughs> it's not easy. That. It's not easy being a mom or a dad. And when you have to play both roles, then yeah, yeah for sure. Hooray for spawning, I guess. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks to both of you guys definitely <laughs> for uh, for being friends and for hanging out a little bit. You're both welcome back pretty much anytime. Just let me know. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This was this was my first podcast. Yay! It was a blast. Look, and yeah, you got initiated cool. with Heather. Congratulations, <laughs> Tim. It was really nice to meet you. Yeah, he ain't coming back. <laughs> yes. It was really nice to meet you. I had, a, I had a lot of fun talking with you, too. Yeah, me too, guys. Cool. It was really great. All right, next week, I have a special, let's say a special Italian episode with uh, one, of, one of my friends who's also friends with Tim. Tim knows him. That'd be oh. a good one. Always welcome. So, all right, guys, take care. Thanks for all the listens. Thanks for all the likes. We'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Mom and dad, they had one, but they didn't want another. But something made me fuck that baby, got a baby brother. Smack and gave me trip, and I would not make it a sound. Had to wait to beat him when the folks were not around. Mom always liked you best. Mom always liked you best.